It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 89, Planet of Giants. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a joke, Debbie? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. The first polarity of the neutron flow is that the TARDIS will be free of the force field. But the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a divinity. It's like a first. Resulting reaction is fighting. Are you ready? Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your classic uh, Doctor Who uh, review Bot podcast show that comes out every three weeks, tri weekly. It's your tri weekly classic Doctor podcast Who review Doctor podcast. Uh, I know my first name is Steven. Uh, and this is Dan. Check. Yeah, that's uh, that goes out to all you people born in the 70s that remember that uh, made for TV movie that I believe starred the guy that was Parker Lewis and he couldn't lose except when he was Steven, he lost because from what I remember, uh, he was uh, kidnapped. And uh, forced to live under a different name, and he only knew that his first name was Stephen. Oh, that was. Oh. Or do I have that mixed up with some other? That was like in the eighties. Yeah. So if you're born in the seventies, oh, I see. You would have been of age during the great. uh, You know, for people that this right now, let's just niche this. uh, Let's niche this bitch, and then we have like a a graphic. (laughs) Uh, Everything was getting kidnapped, right? It was like uh, Adam, which was a real. Uh, thing that happened to a real boy led right. to like a made-for-TV movie or a re- right. regular movie that That's was everywhere, and it was also like the horrific Atlanta child murders were going on in real life, and then that. What just, are we talking about? Uh, we're talking what about is... murder. No, but then it just <laughs> flooded into popular culture. So you had like uh, different strokes. They oh, yeah. had. And those kids were through. Arnold got kidnapped once where Kimberly was almost assaulted, or she was, I don't remember. Then again with the bicycle incident. Then again when they got the new kid, Sam. Like, what kind of family has all of those things happening to them? Like, that's the Netflix series I want to (laughs) see, is assuming they're real. Uh, Right. Like, to to reboot different strokes, but look at it under the lens of why does this keep happening and What's up? Dan, how are you today? <laughs> I'm glad that we've uh, been able to kick off our true crime podcast. Uh, finally, uh, 80-something episodes into this. The, yeah, we finally got to... Wreck. No, but don't you think that's a little odd? I mean, by the time Sam... Sure. I don't remember. Do you remember Sam? Like, he I was do. also kidnapped and then forced to live in a cardboard box or something? Or maybe I'm getting my uh, memories mixed up. I think you're mixing it in with your fan fiction. I don't well, think this is actually... You do remember Sam, right? Yes. Yeah, he the got butcher. brought in. Sam the Butcher. To, yeah, get the, the ratings. Not Sam the Butcher from Brady Bunch. Uh, but no, he I was brought Sam. in to, to raise the ratings. And yeah. all I remember about him roof. is he asked for milk once and said how many gullops you want. And they poured the milk and it made a certain amount of gullops. And it was adorable. Yeah. And uh, and yeah. Then, he was, then he was kidnapped and murdered. Hey, uh, Eric, <laughs> uh, what are we reviewing this week? Oh, no. Uh, before we get into what we're reviewing, we are going to review Planet of giants, yes, uh, or of yes, the giants, or no, planet of giants. the giants, uh, but planets I, of the giants. I feel like I just want to check in with you because of the two of us, you are watching Doctor Who, and this is like the oh, first time I'm actually not watching Doctor Who, and it feels kind of sad. And I, I, hey, I, I don't know. I'm gonna. I hate to break it to you. Yeah, I am not watching the current Doctor. Oh, Who. you're not. I watched, okay. I watched the first episode. 
I started to watch the second episode, and within 30, uh, 15 seconds, I turned it off. Really? I don't like know. It? I don't know. Okay. I want to All like right. it. I love Doctor Who. I've always loved Doctor Who since since a very long time now. I, I can't get into it. Oh, that's sad. I don't know what it is. Well, that's a bummer. I mean, that's actually the part that's a bummer. We just spent like five minutes talking about uh, child kidnaps and murders. Right. And then it's like when I find out you're not watching Doctor I'm like, uh uh-huh. Oh, that's the real sad part. Yeah, me personally, I'm not watching it not out of any because I like it or don't like it or whatever. It's just I don't have uh, BBC America, so I have no way of watching it without paying the exuberant price for a digital copy, which is I think they charge $3 per episode. I'm not going to spend 30-something dollars on it because I didn't love the last season. So we'll we'll see. This is the first time I'm ever not watching Doctor Who. Uh for since the show came back so it, it's a little it's a little odd yeah i uh i previously have purchased entire seasons up front whenever itunes started doing that you could pre-order the entire season then the the day after it yeah. aired to be available then they moved it up to the day and dates and it was all available right there and perfect great quality i haven't done that for the past two years um it has nothing to do with the change of doctor per se I don't know what it is about this. St- I don't know. I don't know. I-, I will definitely watch it at some point, but it hasn't been a high priority on my list, which is super strange uh, for me as well. Yeah, I mean, I, have- I think I'm probably going to... I assume it's going to end up on Amazon, right? So they have that deal with new Doctor Who, although I don't know if last season's know, on Amazon. True. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what'll ha- yeah. what'll happen. I will eventually watch it. and uh- because, because as you know, uh, Doctor Who is a, is a giant part of our lives uh some mm. say a planet of giants no i don't think anyone I don't says think that anyone ever pretty said sure that. no but one says but that let's talk yeah. about planet of giants anyway because yeah, it's what i want to talk about so hit that, that hit that button, button? Dan. where's the oh there got it planet of giants is so big don't tell us I think it's working. Yes. <laughs> I think it's working, my boy. Doctor, look at that sea. Yes, yes, we've done it. Yes, <laughs> we've done it. <laughs> Doctor, it's incredible. That sea, it's completely vanished. No, no, my dear boy, no. Look, you see? It hasn't vanished at all. This is Planet of Giants, Dan. It's the first serial of the second season uh, of Doctor Who. <laughs> who right, who, who would have thought? Uh, in this, uh, the somebody leaves the TARDIS door open... Uh, because that's a big deal. You can't leave the TARDIS door open before well, you materialize. Exactly. Although in okay. modern Who, they got that they're fishing out of it half the like whatever. It's fine. Uh, uh, and now they're they're tiny. Uh, and it's honey, I shrunk uh, the TARDIS, and they're running around, and there's a murder. So that's basically uh, my uh, description of what happens. It, this is from, as I said, or I didn't say, but I should have. This is from 1964. It is written by Louis Marx, uh, who we've seen before, uh, and it's directed by Mervyn Pinfield. 
Uh, and Douglas Camfield of the Camptown Camfields, he directed episode number three. Uh, so, Dan, what did you think of our journey back to the Hartnell era with this season two opener? I enjoyed this story overall a great deal. I thought this was a lot of fun. Um, I'm glad that it was a three-parter. I think someone tweeted at us that originally it was going to be four. Um, so I'm glad that it was only three. I think it was it moved along quickly. It was a fun story. And I liked seeing this dynamic. Um, coming back fresh into a new season and setting up the... Kind of resetting a little bit the, the relationship between the Doctor and his companions. Um, I think overall it was a, a really effective story. Uh, we'll talk about all the, the reasons why I think that is the case. Uh, particularly production design, um, the story. I overall thought it was a, a lot of fun. Eric, what, did, what were your initial impressions? Oh, I will tell you this, Dan. Uh, I love this story. I thought this was great. Um, I haven't been a big Hartnell fan. I just find sometimes it's it's too much or it's just too long or I don't love the doctor all the time, but this really worked for me. And I think the thing mm-hmm. that I like about this the most is that it's not convoluted at all. It was incredibly simple. There was like a minimal cast. It mm-hmm. was you pretty much were with the companions and the doctor with a every once in a while you would get that murder storyline bits, but even that was limited to 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 two maybe three people if you, Mostly, if yeah. you count the corpse. Uh, and it just worked really well, and it felt like if all of these Hartnell stories are like this, or if this is the direction it goes in the second season, I will be happy to go back and do mm-hmm. all of them. Because you said three at three was perfect. It was short enough where it felt like just a nice, complete thought without being rambling. I didn't mm-hmm. feel like it dragged ever. Like, everybody had something to do. The stakes were weren't like the end of the world stakes but they were right they were it worked really well because it was like you know we're now separated we just have to find each other at one point uh there's a couple of things that happened we're going to talk Several about levels later of with, stakes with barbara yeah. mm-hmm. and her stakes uh uh you know her whatever uh that we'll deal with later that's yeah. maybe my only issue uh yeah, I, with I the agree. story but super fun and i and i thought it was so smartly written that they because of the the like the limitations on the budget to do animatronics or to make the worm look like a worm or the ant move. Right. They had written into the story. The main plot was this DDT or whatever it was called DA or whatever yeah. uh, that killed all of the bugs so that you could see the bugs and see their scale and not have to worry about moving them. I thought it was super smart and it wasn't, you know, at first when, they, when you see the worm and it's not moving, I'm like, wow, they're not even trying. Uh, but then right. they explained that it's dead. And I thought that was really, Really smart. I don't know. I just really... It reminded me of like more like an old Twilight Zone episode or like an Outer... or uh, Not yeah. Outer Limits. What's the other Twilight Amazing Zone? Stories, Outer off? Limits. What was the other uh, one that came out with the Twilight Zone at the same time? It was like the same show. It wasn't Amazing Stories, was it? No, no. It was back... Uh, that was later. In, 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 um, it doesn't matter. I know. You, you'll yeah, Google it. it you'll does, figure out I didn't actually think like about outer, that way. But not Outer Limits. I keep saying Outer Limits. But anyway, I really liked it. I thought... I like the doctor in it too. I mm-hmm. thought he, I thought Hartnell was funny. Uh, you know, he's still crotchety. He still does that whole thing. But I found him more endearing, I think, than I have, than at least I did in the last Hartnell story that we did. Yeah. So good. I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, I agree with all of that. I mean, 
We can start from the beginning, but uh, it, it's nice to see after, as we're jumping through different eras of uh, the show, um, coming back to the original TARDIS, and we're seeing, we've seen these shots before, but seeing the huge computer banks uh, of the TARDIS with the big analog readouts so they can figure out where they are, and Susan's calling back to the Doctor to let, her, let him know what the coordinates say, and again, there's an issue with the trying to figure out what's going on using the, the fault indicators and, and all this. I just, I, I like that we can see they're establishing how the TARDIS works as they're going along. So that's kind of why I like the early era. Um, as I may have mentioned at least once before, I really like the, the myth building, uh, world building um, that the show does. So to see that kind of happening uh, before our eyes is, is a lot of fun. Yeah, um, I mean, just speaking but, of that, like they established that whole thing about the doors not being open. I don't know if that's an element they revisit ever. But it seems to be an element that's no longer of any importance later on. I feel like there's so many episodes or stories where the door is open. They're either in space and the door is open, or they're landing somewhere and the door is open. I don't know. Something specific, though. Um, They'd say, in this case, not. I don't disagree with you. It's in the process of appearing. It's while it's materializing. That's the most dangerous time. So the other things we're seeing, where you know, like in the in the current era, they're like you say, like fishing in space right. or whatever um they're already materialized and they've opened the door and they've extended an air corridor out into whatever all that stuff yeah. um fine but in this case <laughs> the doors open as it materialized but it was there was an issue with the tardis something happened to cause that to happen. no one left the door open it opened as they were materializing and that you know the the view screen yeah uh, they have breaks. that that, that nice there. right that nice line that that tells you where the story's going where he's the doctor's like it's almost as if it exploded from the inside like it couldn't contain itself and it, like where size was being changed yeah yeah speaking uh, of size being changed and let's just jump to the end here uh is susan or not susan barbara still should die because right like she's exposed no. as a as a small creature, smaller yeah. version of Barbara, to yeah. X amount of uh, the, the chemical. chemicals. Not and then she goes back into the TARDIS, and then she is increased in size proportionately to what she should have been. Yeah. But also, wouldn't the chemicals be increased in size along with her? Since it's That's molded into her, in. it's in her bloodstream and everything. Like her blood is growing. Wouldn't the poison also grow? So yes, except no. No, right. um, Fair that, enough. That's why they brought this. That's why why they brought the seed in. The seed was to let us know that whatever they brought into the TARDIS with them is going to. No, but I understand. I understand that about the seed because the seed is separate from her. But at the point that she's already has the poison in her body, like what's the difference between? It seemed to be anything that was coming from the outside of the TARDIS, um, back in as they. change back to their regular size go through the vortex whatever they're doing to get back to normal anything they brought in is going to retain its original size in proportion to them that's that's all it was but even if her i'm gonna i'm gonna ruin this show even if but but it's been absorbed into her it's still there i mean you could make the same arguments about about oxygen and molecules like sure they didn't get get the size where that would actually be an issue but they got so small that the air probably would have been harder to breathe because it would have been relatively no, I, thicker it's, it's for their all, lungs. So there's, there's things you could poke holes it's in, but that's fine. not one of them. It's fine. 
Uh, but I, I, I appreciate that as they were doing it. What I, I didn't saw appre- where they were going with it. When yeah. they, what I didn't appreciate is they blew an opportunity to have all their voices squeaky. Like, if the whole thing. But they do make comment at it. Like, they the first thing, fun. as soon as they were small, I was like, oh, could you imagine if the whole time they had yeah. squeaky, annoying voices? But they, they did. That is a part of the plot, which was a, I thought kind of cool. Yeah. They can't use the phone. There's all that, like stuff to get the phone the off the hook and then you just hear the voice and it's like I thought, yeah i thought that was cool yeah and they're all kind of they all shout at the same time in a almost <laughs> slightly lowered <laughs> register like if i'm talking like this and then i would talk like this like it was just that much lower yeah. but hey that's fine um so so the the tars materializes the viewfinder is broken they, they go outside to figure out where they are did it okay <laughs> From the very beginning, the first shot of the TARDIS materializing yeah. outside as a, the miniature that they were using as the TARDIS. That was one and, of the worst miniatures, I think, that I've right. seen in the show. And it really it really set off, like, if you... I didn't know what the story was about. I okay. I knew the title, uh, but I didn't know what the story was about. I didn't know that they were going to be Honey, I Shrunk the TARDIS, which is literally the same thing I wrote in my notes. Um, but that shot was like, oh, that's what they're doing. Like, yeah. it was clear from that exact moment, like, oh, they're they're in a walkway. Like... Right. Some some of the times the way that they you can light it or whatever it's it feels a little bit more like you can you can buy that it's uh, a long shot of the TARDIS or something. But that like felt like clearly a model too. Yes. Um, But yeah, yeah. To your point, like it was like okay, they're small. Yes, and it was very obvious that that tiny model was set in what was going to be like a garden path or a walkway. Like it it was just unfortunate that was so obvious because there was no for us unlike the characters. There was no uh, suspense and reveal of what's happening. It was well, very obvious. So we were just watching them slowly figure it out. But we knew from the very outset what was happening. Maybe that was fine. Maybe that was intended. And I kind of like the way that they okay. did the reveal. Because they also had For them, um, it was fine. Yeah. Hartnell explaining it, figuring it out. At the same time, Susan does. Because, you know, it's always like, that. what are you going to do with Susan? She screams, still screams too much. She's still, still a little too hysterical for my taste. Yes. But at least they gave her, she was able to sort of piece it together. I loved that. I loved that. I love that they split the two, the groups up in half. Yeah, it made uh, in different ways. Actually, they they recombine the group. So you know, at, at one point, it's the Susan and um, I guess it's the Doctor and Barbara are together. Is that right? At first, and then it's Ian and Susan go off yes. in their own way, and they find the ants and the eggs and all that stuff. Yep, and then, and they, then they get back. split up a different way, and it's Barbara and Ian go off. Yeah, and, Susan and the way and that they split up the time where it becomes Barbara and Ian and the Doctor and Susan makes yep. no sense. Because they're all yes. together. They just went opposite directions. Uh, the doctor and Susan go to the left. Yeah. And then something happens where uh, is, is, is Barbara Susan had hurt, hurt her herself. Uh, Barbara or some, hurt, yeah, she Barbara hits hurt her leg, of course. Paper cup. They beat her up in this uh, story. So I don't know yes. if it's which time. But then Ian's like, oh, no, you guys go. We're going the other. Like, just go in the same direction right, right. as them. So they hide in the briefcase and they have their their whole adventure. Uh, but yeah. but with, with sticking with the doctor and Susan, like mm-hmm. they know everything's dead, right? They know there's like yeah. dead animals, and the doctor ha- makes a comment when they're going up the uh, the drain, the pipe. drain pipe. Mm-hmm. He's like, "That chemical smell means it's germ free." Literally, Different everything's chemicals. dead. I mean, the chances of poison being somewhere, but he's like, "You know, that chemical smell means it's germ yeah. free." Does it? I don't yeah, but I don't, it, I don't. Yeah, right. I don't, think it I don't know you what all that line cancer. was doing there. Like, is he a germaphobe and wouldn't climb up into the storm drain? I thought it was storm. Drain. I exactly think that was supposed drain, to, to say, weirder. like, okay, everything's dead. 
why would you go up this thing? And but that that was like a line to say it was okay to go up the thing because it was yeah. germ free. There's a lot I, of weird things like weird. with Barbara getting poisoned was terrible because she touches the the things and it's sticky. It's First off, everything's yeah. dead. Why are you touching? Why right. are you touching? We already said don't eat anything. So she yeah. touches it and she says it's sticky. And Ian hears that, right? And then yeah. she pretends she never touches it and Ian has no Ian never makes the connection that that she could be in fact it made it was just a weird thing. And then right. she keeps it from herself. And then there's that great scene where she's the, the fly comes, right? It's the end of one of the yep. episodes. And she's like Ian's like the fly is dead. And she's like, no, let me see it. And the camera pans like 12 inches to the right. And the fly's like right yeah. there. She's like, what? What fly? Let me see it. It's like, it's right. It's they do that a couple up. of times. It's there. There's a couple of times, especially, like, <laughs> I, I noticed that the first time when we see um, Susan and Ian. And they're, they find the first ant egg that's yeah. gigantic. Maybe it's an ostrich egg. And it's the size of a football. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I wonder if there's more, and they take one step. Oh, there's a pile right here. Like yeah, they it's a giant pile. It's just the way that it's kind of shot on its It's, it's fine. fine. It's uh, fine. But the other thing, with Barbara again, so she's got sticky hands. In her yes. head, she's done the math. Oh, God, yeah. I've been poisoned. Yes. She touches Ian's hands later with her poison hands. And then she's, she's, like, sitting in the corner licking her hands yeah, she's for li- half an but hour. But she <laughs> infects him. She puts right. her hand on him. And it's like, you just poison him. But they don't follow that. No, they don't. Uh, over because this I is, this is her... the kind of world where a cop can put his hat on and the strap goes right in front of his mouth because the hat doesn't fit and they're fine with it. And he they're just goes. That. That's how he it's supposed goes. to sit. That's how it comes. I, uh, I don't know what Barbara's plan was. Nope. Let's yeah. just tell nobody and hope it goes away. No. She's I, but a then teacher. just keep hinting. She understands. She's a smart woman. I don't know what they were doing with her. She's the one that feels. Well, it's obviously in this era, women are not written for it in a very strong and assertive right. manner um but I, this is egregious for her uh you made a good point that susan definitely has more to do than we've seen her previously not just more to do but is given more intellect and depth and is able to actually you know reason through right. things but not by courage. much because she does not by much but she does it is, it is an improvement uh to the point where they're climbing the storm drain and she's encouraging the doctor and all these things she, she's a much more proactive uh character in this story barbara is I guess there's like only a certain amount of assertiveness that can go between all the women, and Susan got it all, and Barbara had to. No, Barbara is constantly down. in this horrible. this story is is like I banged my leg on a paperclip, or I touched poison, or I right. fell this, or well, I she can't. Tripped and, yeah, yeah, she's I, just a hot just, mess. But it, yeah, it, why yeah, doesn't yeah. she tell anyone? I don't know what. That's what I'm trying to. I I don't pride. Know like she doesn't want right. them to worry about her, but then she's right. actually a but bigger die. So they're and, gonna, yeah. they're gonna worry about where to bury her. And they don't anything. know anything about this poison if it's contagious. If right. she is needs to be quarantined, it's just come on. Right, right, right. Yeah. What do you think about the murder element? The yeah, so spy that was, that was business interesting. going on. Yeah, um, well, I like the way you put it at the beginning. Well, yeah, it was it was more of just a an intrigue, intrigue. Yeah. an intrigue. Um, I liked the story itself. I thought the it was interesting the you know the the way the plot was working and the three different characters the, you know the the inspector the uh, industrialist and then his scientist Smithers that was working with him and their their motivations Smithers. and what was going on. I thought it was I thought it was a good story. But like to your point that you said at the beginning, the way that it was intercut with the main story of our companions uh, and, and the doctor 
was much more restrained than we've seen in other stories where you'll end up following the B plot or this other overall plot that has nothing to do with our characters at that moment for way too long. This was small segments of them interspersed well with no filler. It just kind of, it did drive the Yeah, plot. it was very oh my gosh, minimal. Very minimal, but still, still effective. And you know, it is the whole, you know, it was pretty obvious, the whole commentary on Silent Spring and DDT. Um, so, you know, that had to happen just a year or two before this. Uh, Silent Spring came out. So this, it, it was relevant for the time, which is nice. I like when science fiction can be, uh, can comment in a, in a real-time kind of manner on, on, on current events. Uh, so that was, that was really great. Um, but to also then not make it just this mustache-twirling industrialist, but have Smithers say his reasoning for this is that he wants to eradicate pests in order to end hunger. So we have these nobler... Yeah, um, and, and, and in aspirations, but was still willing to murder people along yes. the way or and, be a party to murder. And in Smithers' defense, too, they make sure you know he doesn't know it kills everything. Because right. then when he finds that out, he actually ends up almost getting killed. Because right. the doctor's plan, by the way, or Ian's plan, I don't remember who came up with it, was to explode the Set poison the as an incendiary grenade. Yeah. And it, the, the, the shrapnel goes in the guy's face, but like. What was the their plan, plan to burn the, the place down with chemicals where it would go airborne? Well, I don't think that it was necessarily. They were trying yeah, to get the police to come, but they start Th- a fire right. with the the gas. That was which weird... I liked. I liked the yes. whole thing with the with the, match. the match and how long that took. And I yeah. like miniature. Like I like the idea. I always liked that idea. I think I did it really effectively. Yeah, I thought it was really good. And it reminded me a little bit of, do you remember that Quake 3 <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, mod or, or that, yeah, that yeah, map yeah. that was like you played on people's desks? Anyway, I like yeah, all that small totally. stuff. So that part was cool. But they were going to start a fire to get the attention of the police so yes. that they could uncover the body. Or, yes. I think the they had figured were, yes. out the, exactly. that it was poisoned by then, right? This is They did, yeah, before, for sure. Yeah, they, yep. they have that They'd whole, even seen the formula, the yes. whole thing, yeah. Huh? But... A fire so, would be yes. out of control. Like what? It was they so by luck the they weird. walked in. You know they... that was a very strange thing. Like yes, up to the point where like well, let's start a fire to get the attention of the authorities so they can discover the body and stop this whole thing. Fine, uh, not maybe the best plan in the world, but they were they were stuck and had very limited time, so they, that's what they were going to do. Okay, why blow up the canister of insecticide though? Yeah, that's the, the part I don't get. Why couldn't it have poison. been a pile of of rags? Why couldn't it have been anything other than that? That completely yes, that's strange. I don't know. It was that's a little strange. weird. It was a little Air, weird. airborne uh, burning insecticide doesn't seem like the best idea uh, for them for their safety. Yeah, but, the, okay. the the one thing in speaking to this is only three parts. The wrap-up on the B story was a little abrupt, too. Like, you have... You develop this this, um, phone operator woman who sort of knows something's up. And then she tells the cop... uh, She figured it out. Yeah, who doesn't have the the right size head and the the straps over his face and he's fine. Sergeant Bighead. He just goes, shows up right at the moment that the guy gets all the shrapnel in his face and he's clearly going to die or go blind or it's not going to end well for him. Right. And then that's the end of that. You don't really see, he's like, you got a lot of explaining to do or something. Right. Like you don't, there's been a murder. Where's the body? I don't remember where the body is. They hide the body. They leave the body on the front of the house for quite some time. Right. It feels like it's quite some time. So we don't know what, we assume that they're all going to get caught for the murder. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm assuming right. it is a, a fairly isolated place, considering yeah. that. But there's uh, that, that story shot, just or shot him in broad daylight, and then yeah, dragged right in the, the body front of the, the house. Yard. He shoots him, well, and I think I, he pulls the gun the second time in front of, the, or maybe no, they're inside. He was inside. They point. were they were inside the lab. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but, so, but it's so funny. So you, you bring up the the operator. Um, so the big plan to disguise his voice was to put a handkerchief over the line over the, yes, so, and that's a trope yes, that you see all the time. But like, I get, the, the way they said it the first time is like, oh yes, it's a bad connection. So I can kind of buy that. It's like it's going to be very hard to hear and muffled. But the second time he does it, he's talking as himself on a perfectly clear line. And gives it supposedly to the scientist. Right, like, that was it's one all of my muffled. favorite parts. Like, Hold on, so let me ridiculous. Get, it's like me talking to every telemarketer where I have to create characters. <laughs> let me get my wife. Hi, this is my wife. My wife. Uh, yeah. Oh no, no, no. Totally unrelated uh, to this. Well, not unrelated. Yes. It's very related, but uh, unrelated to the story. We're uh-huh. still using individual titles per part, and I wish they never oh, gave yes. that up because I love that. It's like I part do. one's Planet of the Giants, and it was Dangerous Journey, and then Crisis, and. It makes these little things stand a little bit more on their own, and I kind of like uh-huh. that. So I wish they. Uh... Well, I guess they did bring that back because that's how it is now. When you have a two-parter, each part has with its the own two-parters, time. they do that. Yeah, that's true. We just have fewer of them. Um, so, what did you think of the? I think we kind of touched on this, but the effectiveness of the production design uh, to do the miniaturization. Fantastic! I thought they had it was a whole bunch really of different good. things they had to do. Yeah, so there was a lot to achieve. That there was only a few times where the creature was alive. The fly is. I think all I can yep. think of, right? Is that the only time we had something? The fly and the what? And then what? The, the fly and the what? I'm saying the fly was the only time we ever had an animated oh. thing, right? Besides the cat, but which was a different Oh, yeah, different yeah, but that's a real cat. Yep. Uh, and the, the, oh, I'm glad you brought up the cat. That was like, oh, how are we getting away from this cat? Next, next uh, week, the cat just yeah. walks by. And you never yeah. see the cat. It's right. fine. The cat's over. Yeah. But I thought it was good. I thought they did a really good job. The worm was a little wonky. I liked just the, how it I was like was vertically. Really it kind of curved. And yeah, it was fine. Segmented. I, I, thought, I thought it was, was really. I thought effective. it was really well the made. Ants. I thought all of the the seeds looked yep. like seeds. Even the parts where you know you had the camera work where they're clearly in front of some kind of screen and then you're putting a picture looked it's fine. Great. I thought that yeah. was it was great, especially considering it was sixty. What I say it was sixty four. Yeah, yeah. So they did a good yeah, job. I I really I actually really enjoyed that as well. Um, that they had to use a, a different, varying different techniques, including the animatronics, the projection, the sets, obviously. Um, I, I mean, there was <laughs> the only problem I had with the whole being shrunk and then how that fits into the plot is the fact that the Susan and the doctor had to climb up that drain pipe to get into the sink. <laughs> and I did the, the quick, like, back of the envelope math on that. So they said it was rusty on the inside, so there are plenty of handholds. So they're yep. basically scaling a vertical cliff face. Yes. Right? Presumably. To get up there. Maybe it was inclined, but sure. Um, uh, So that would work out to be, let's see, if they were about an inch tall, they were climbing about seven stories. Oh, you really did the math on that. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, No, a foot would be about seven seven stories. So let's say the sink was like at waist level. They would have had to climb 25 stories Mm. by hand. He looked pretty tired at the top. I was going to say, even if there were <laughs> stairs that he had to climb up 25 stories, I'm not sure he could have made it. So the fact that they were doing hand over hand the whole way up there, 
What do you think of like the? What do you think of the whole drain pipe thing? Like as soon as that started, yeah. you're like somebody's washing their hands. Like when's yeah. the hand wash coming? And they like well, built it's... that up, but then it really went nowhere because they they go down and there's like a uh, a catch tube or so, or like an overflow, overflow. thing yeah. that they yeah. hide in, and that was as the length of that being a an issue. Right until that could have overflown or whatever. Yeah, yeah I mean it is it is absolutely Chekhov's sink. Uh, if you see a oh, yeah, sink that's in what Act that, Two, it's going to be. He originally used a sink. Uh, a sink. Yeah, it didn't test well, so they changed it to a gun. Yeah, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of focus groups back then. <laughs> Chekhov was just <laughs> workshopping it. Uh, so yeah, so uh, yeah, that was fine. I, you know, the, the filling up the sink and and watching it drain. I was, uh, whatever, it was okay. Uh, but I, the fact that how much they had to build, they had to build the um, sink plug, the chain link to climb down. Uh, the, just the, the number of sets yeah. and uh, and practical effects they had to do. The giant I uh, cork really tops uh, they had. Yeah. They had at least the two cork top, of those. The, they had a giant phone uh, with receiver because they had to knock the, like the whole. That was, there was a lot to do, and I think for the most part, given notoriously how bad the budget was, though at this point it doesn't seem like the budget was that and bad. And that whole it was time really with the with the phone, Barbara's not telling anybody she's sick. And then when they no. find out she's sick, the doctor's like, "Dummy, why didn't you just tell me you were sick?" Right. I could he just could take done... you back to the TARDIS. We could have taken you back to the TARDIS an hour ago. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's... Yeah. Barbara. Yeah. She was really the only problem with it. I like the... the I thought it was an interesting... Like, I, I really like the, the writer, too. Um, I know that he did uh, Planet of Evil, right, and Mask of uh, Man, Mandragora or whatever that I mm-hmm. really liked. But I thought the element of... There's this giant formula on a notepad... <laughs> That in right. any other story, you could have just had the characters know. But they make, yep. like, they play, they perspective is a severe limitation. So yeah. the doctor's like, okay, we're going to make a map of this. And then you would treat it the way you would map out a large, I thought that was cool. I thought it was cool, too. Um, yeah, trying to figure out how they're going to deal with their size wasn't really glossed over. Ian having to try to figure out how to open up the briefcase. And has he's yeah, kind of twisting yeah. the thing. like. There are a lot of practical things. How are you going to open? How are you going to get the phone off the receiver? Well, we have these quirks that are could be act as budges. Like it was, it was. Yeah, that and that's very what I was interesting, and I like that. Right, that's yeah. what I was trying to get at too in the beginning. Like those were the stakes. Like right. and for when right. you're that tiny, those are like we we have to we can call someone. They're not going to understand your voice because you're going to sound like a little uh, series of squeaks, and they're going to sound like this guttural, big booming. Yeah, that was cool, and 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 you got to also p- play with Ian's backstory because he's. A chemist, writer. I think he yeah. was a chemistry teacher or whatever. Yeah. Although he did he do anything other than no? I mean, he, recognizing he that it like was a formula because I would have been, yes. been able to say that's a formula. Yep. Uh, but they, I think he does figure it out, right? Don't, doesn't he say like, oh, my, I'm a little rusty on this, but doesn't this mean he follows through some of it and the doctor fills in the pieces of the rest? But yeah, so it was kind of a collaboration thing. They don't come up with a cure for all the animals that have that will be poisoned thanks to the yeah. exploding house well and you know that did. cops just throwing it in the regular trash like they're <laughs> right, just right, rolling right. up and dumping all that stuff in a well no but they somewhere. stopped the, because the police are there and he wasn't able to submit the report in time or because yeah, the body blah 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 the whole thing's not going to go commercial yeah, so they so, did save so the planet back up a little bit and i'm sure it was clearer and i just don't remember it but I'm so sure it the 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 person demanding the report is the financier that's going to pay for the production or is it the government that's going to authorize? Because they make a point of saying they put so and so in charge, like this other scientist who's like, "This is we're not 
you're not you can't do this uh-huh. he works for the government right because yeah. i think he talks about his ministry or something like that right right right, right. so he's supposed to be the one to write the original write the report uh based on this to give the right green so that's gonna oh, to that's gonna go green to light the mass production of it that's right that's right all right um then that was yeah. clear so what's that <laughs> then that was pretty clear it was pretty clear there wasn't a whole lot going on there it was, it was pretty straightforward um anything else oh i guess one, one thing that I kind of found really funny was what's that how Dan? excited the doctor was about setting a fire yeah, you, he's a little mischievous. It, he that was little. gleeful he's about burned things before, times. and he burns things because he feels like he's in control that way. Right, right. It's the only way he can feel anything at this point. Yeah, he also so. cuts himself in the TARDIS. But yeah, yeah. Go, go on. Yeah, <laughs> that's all. It was just a weird uh, choice in the character that he's just so gleeful, like almost like rubbing his hands together because yeah. he just wants to set fires. It's uh, kind of funny. I enjoyed that. That's all. Minor plot thing. Um, overall, I think we covered it all. I think we it, covered it, it really all. I, 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 I definitely really, yeah, I, I really like this one. It was, uh, this probably is my favorite Hartnell story that we've done. Right? I mean, we haven't done a I lot. Think I think we established true. that already. But yeah. I think this is that's my favorite true. that we've done so far. So far. Dan, uh, did you have anything else to add? I think that's it. Did, what did other people think of this, Dan? Did we get any uh, feedback either on Twitter or yeah uh, email yes so we did get um thank you everyone who follows us uh, and and likes our tweets and retweets our tweets to get other people involved in the conversation so we really appreciate that um keep doing that uh follow us uh, uh the old doctor uh t-o-d-w show on twitter um like and retweet us um if you want other people to see the tweets yeah but t-o-d-w even- uh show also on instagram as uh Today, I did like a story when we started recording, and I'm probably going to do that every time. So that way you can actually be more part of the show as it's being recorded live. Depending on your time zoom. Yep. Um, But what I was saying is thank you so much for tweeting and retweeting. Uh, But what would be even better is when we do these things for you to actually respond with words because that is – that's really helpful for us. So we did get a couple. We got a lot of people um, liking and retweeting us. Uh, just a couple of actual um, thoughts on the show. Misfit Scully uh, says to us, Hi, Dan and Eric. The original was meant to be four episodes, but cut to three. I think it could have been two. I like the central idea, the oversized sets. Uh, the Forrester and Smithers story could have been streamlined a little. Overall, a good start to series two. Love the pod, Dana. Oh, um, thank you, Dana. I don't think this is going to be, this is a crazy thing for me to say. I don't think it should have been two parts. I no, think three I agree. Was just I, the I, I right amount. It, I think it worked well. I, I, yeah. I didn't mind that extra story. I think they have a uh, Dana has a point about it streamlining it a bit. Maybe there was a little something, and it was a little heavy handed. The the over overt explanation about hunger and like this Which is my says, motivation, and and like it's like okay, but he it, says it, it several times as well. Yeah. Saying it once is fine, but like he keeps coming back to it. But okay, right when he's like. This will destroy locusts or whatever. I can't remember if it was yes. locusts. It was locusts. You're right. Yeah. Um, cool. Thank you for that. Uh, Chris Ups Paddock uh, says, uh, 1960s special effects. Ahoy, guys. Despite being a story that relies heavily on special effects, this is decent and relatively rewatchable. I give it an environmentally conscious green thumbs up. Um, yeah, I, I like I said, I think for the time and the budget, the amount of work they had to do and how well they pulled all the different various 
means of making this um, story work in terms of the miniatures, I thought was super effective. So thank you guys for those. Those are all the responses we got. Um, but again, thank you for liking and retweeting. Really appreciate it. Um, but we do have an email uh, going back a story to Warriors of the Deep. Eric, oh, would you yeah. like to hear what someone had to say about that old story? You want me to read it? I'll read I'll it. I'll read it. I got it, this too. Is, no, it's my job. I'm going to read okay. it. Do you want to okay. read it together? Okay. No, you, you start from it. the end, and I'll start from the beginning, and we'll meet in the middle. Let's read it exactly at the same time, like uh, Midsummer. Okay. Like, we'll read. Did you see that movie? I haven't seen no, it. I just watched it's, it last it's night. A it's a scary movie, right? It's not. It's like an unnerving movie. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. it's not like, I didn't, I was never like scared, but it's, I like that it's a great um, Aster something, Ari Aster, is that his name? He's a great filmmaker, it's very, uh, you can see like a lot of Kubrick in his shot compositions oh. and fantastic editing, and I mean, read the, read the, <laughs> read your review, read, read, read my review, review of uh, Midsommar. But, going back to uh, Warriors of the Deep, this is coming from uh, J.G. McQuarrie. Hey guys, late to the party as ever, but just wanted to pick up on one comment which was made when you covered Warriors of the Deep last episode. It was, I believe, Eric who asked the question, was this done in a hurry? And the answer is yes, which is why everything looks so staggeringly shoddy. Uh, Margaret Thatcher, oh Maggie Mags, was call, had called an election, which meant the number of studio days available was slashed because the studio was booked and was needed for election broadcasting. Why anyone thought an election was more important than the wobbling green glory of the uh, of the Mirka? I know uh, was a separate question. Anyway, rather than to brand it to the production, JNT decided stupidly to press ahead. Anyway, rather than cancel the story, and the result is one of the single worst productions in Who history. There's a reason it's near universally known as Warriors on the Cheap. Uh, anyways, keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Uh, that JG uh, McQuarrie is the co-host of Talking Who to You. Oh, uh, very discussing, cool. Discussing Big Finish's audio Doctor Who stories, which is still not a thing I've gotten into yet, but I swear one day I will. That's oh, awesome. that's, that's so awesome. check out that podcast. Um, so yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I, could, do you think if, it had, if they had another, let's say, another another week... It really been would have been that much better. In terms no, of but that, I mean that story was really rushed, bad. though. Like yeah. it felt like they definitely were uh, under the gun to get it done. So yeah, I do think a week would have made a difference, Dan. It could have made a difference in some like the the Mirka might have looked better, but there were there were production decisions that were made that wouldn't have that weren't affected by time. The lighting was not fair enough. What it yeah. should have been. Um, just the way that some of the story elements were incorporated. The decision of what the uh, Mirka was supposed to look like, I think. It was already in production. I don't think it would have really gotten benefited for much more time. Anyway, True. my thoughts on that. But, hey, thank you, folks, for letting us know what you think about that. Um, hey, while we were doing this. While we oh, were doing this. Uh, we got another tweet back, again, from Dana, who is saying, just letting everyone else know, uh, the old Doctor Who show podcast is great. If you have comments about the Hartnell Classic that started Series 2, Planet of Giants, then send them a message. You won't regret listening to uh, Dan and Eric chit-chat about Classic Who. Thanks. I appreciate hey, that. Hey, thanks, guys. That's, that's very nice. Okay, so um, I think that's that's it for this story. Um, if you want to reach out to us, you can, well, like we said, reach us at uh, TODW Show on Twitter or on Instagram. And you can send us an email at theolddoctorwhoshow at gmail.com. And if you go to theolddoctorwhoshow.com, you will be able to see um, all of our previous stories, all of the hilarious gifts I put together from maybe the last half of the shows that we've been doing. 
uh, up through now. And you can also visit our show page and you can see what we're going to be doing the next time. Which, Eric? I'm going to interrupt you, Dan, because you almost skipped over my favorite part of the old Doctor Who (gasps) show. Is his reading a new review. A new iTunes review. We have another five-star iTunes review. How did you do? A five stars for you. It's a good podcast, is the subject. This is from John S., uh, or Shellen, I guess I could say your name since it's publicly. I don't know what the rules are when you can say someone's name and you don't and whatever. A good podcast that looks at who? In-depth and funny at the same time. Thank you. That was very oh. nice. It also says, a good podcast that looks at, quote, dot, 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 who? At In-depth dot, and funny at the same time. So that's that at proper reading. Dot, dot. Who. Yes. Well, okay. thank you so much, uh, John, for, for doing that. If you want to be like John and you want to get your doesn't. review read live uh, live when we do it, not live when you hear it, then please do that over at the uh, iTunes or uh, Spotify. Does Spotify have reviews? Don't know. Maybe. Who but knows? you could subscribe there and we'll we're on no Stitcher and we're on Google Play. And I'm on Instagram under E. Grissom. Uh, I've got to get more Instagram followers. I don't have a lot of Instagram followers, and uh, I'd like to have more. So that's where you can find me. And uh, <laughs> T-O-D-W Show is also in need of some Instagram followers. So if you like the show, yeah. you should follow us there. Because I've, I've killed my Facebook account, and there still is a Doctor Who Facebook page. I don't know what's going on over there. Mm-hmm. I feel like you'll turn the lights on, and who knows what we'll see. It's probably full of, of uh, science fiction-based pornography. That's my Probably. guess. I don't know if that's what's on there. So if you're posting there or if you're commenting there and we're not getting back to you, it's not because we're rude. It's like Dan and I are not looking on there. We're not so, on Facebook. So that's so, uh, yeah. that's uh, the Wild West out there. So come over to the other things. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's okay. it. If, I feel like I this was did. a short, sweet. It was a good episode. And to circle all the way back to your original question, which was led to me, which is what is next – well, Dan, uh, on the the 19th of February, we are doing Wheel in Space, which is a uh, Patrick Troughton story, which I think is a Zoe story, too. So I'm happy that we get to do uh, Zoe again because we'd only seen her once, and I she seemed like a very interesting character. So if you haven't seen that, oh... I just looked up Wheel in Space on Wikipedia. It says, the Wheel in Space is the mostly missing seventh and final season. So I might have to watch something that's incomplete. Dan and I just took a quick uh, five-minute break and reviewed, and it looks like, yes, in fact, Wheel of Time is missing, and it's one of those uh, slideshow PowerPoint things, and I do not want to review a slideshow PowerPoint thing. So then we looked at the next one, which is now animated, uh, and it's eight parts. The next next, next Hartnell story. uh, No. No, the next Troughton story. You got it. And because poor, poor Troughton, like, just erased half that stuff with, uh, you know, their stories. Uh, so I, we don't know what to do. The, the eight parts for also being animated seems a little excessive. So we're going to sk- skip over it temporarily and just do uh, the next 
we're, we're gonna skip wheel in space and we're gonna do day of the dalek uh so we're gonna do that next while we figure out what we're gonna do about these stories so what we need from you uh sweet listener sweet, sweet is listeners. let us know is the eight part story the invasion because dan is very worried about it being eight parts worth it I'm I'm worried about both. It's eight parts. It's animated, and there's not a good track record, especially in this era of a story that long being good the whole way through. Is it an important story? Is it one that we're going to actually get a lot out of? Does it make have any interplay with stories that come after it? I'm guessing not. Is it good on its own? Is it so bad that it's worth reviewing? And I'm talking in this case, it has to be so bad that it's good. It can't just be so bad that it's like. Right, it's it's a lot of time to put into something that's just bad, bad. If it's yeah, you know what I'm saying, guys. You hear? Uh, is it worth actually doing this one? If not, that's fine. We can skip some stories. We'll we'll juggle the sh- juggle the whole whole show around and make it work. But um, yeah, yeah maybe so. there's a Pertwee story we're not doing. You want to sub in Trouton for Pertwee? You know, let us know uh, and let us know about I. The, these are the rules. We don't want to do any PowerPoint shows. So if there's any other on that list, because I know there's some super fans that follow us that know a lot more about who than we do, that may be like, oh, well, then you better also take off War Games Part 2 because it has. Let us know. For and, example. Uh, uh, tell Dan whether or not that eight-parter uh, invasion is worth it. Yep, please do. Otherwise, and on um, that note. We'll see you in uh, three weeks, Yeah, we'll folks. see you in three weeks. All right. Peace out. Bye! Pesticides, pesticides have screwed up my insides. What am I gonna do? In 1962, Rachel Carson warned about the silent spring. All this time we haven't learned a thing. Mom and Dan told me one day that the stuff is brave, but always stay. It kills the bugs on his potatoes, it kills a lot more than that years later. All things down, and everyone's got a drink well in town. When it rains, it pours, it soaks into the ground. Cool, have fun editing that piece of shit. <laughs>